DW. The 77%. Hello and a very warm welcome to the 77%, a show that touches on the stories concerning young people across the African continent. My name is George Okachi coming to you from our studios here in Bonn, Germany. Are working women relying on their partners to cover bills slowing down the feminism movement? If the relationship is um, mutual and the man finds that is okay that he is the man with quotes in the relationship paying the bills even though the woman works, then there's no issue. This is indeed a complex and sensitive issue, and that is why we want to delve deep into it. Some people argue that feminism is about financial independence and empowerment, asserting that women should strive to cover their expenses. Others contend that individual circumstances choice and partnership dynamics may lead to some women to rely on their partners to cover bills. What are your thoughts on this matter? Our Facebook page is open for this conversation. Just search for DW Africa, like and follow the page, and then make your opinion count. Like we already have some comments streaming in, uh, I'll start by sampling one from Tainting George, who is saying most working women still depend on their husbands for financial support, telling the husband that my money is my money and your money, that meaning the husband's money, is our money. Elijah Ogbole, you are saying the whole issue about feminism is human-made. From the beginning, it is a man's duty to provide for the family and any good woman who feels it is okay helping out with some bills, it's welcome, but it is not a must or do or die affairs. A woman is a helper to the husband and not the provider. Mamat Saidu, you're saying family issues and who should do or provide what should be decided by the family and the partners. What we should be concerned about is abuses and exploitations. Some of these activists are always looking for someone to make victims to secure their job and funding. Of course, those are your comments. And thanks a lot for sharing your thoughts on this raging debate on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Now, women are breaking barriers, shattering glass ceilings and making incredible strides in the workplace. But the issue of financial dependency remains complex and sometimes divisive. In today's debate, we want to tackle this subject matter that cuts across all genders. And Miriam Kaliza is on standby with her panel in Lilongwe, Malawi. Miriam, take it over. Hello, 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 77%ers. Welcome to this edition of the 77% show. Today, we are discussing serious issues. Money, mula, dalama, whatever you call it in your native language. On the panel, I have Linda Moyo, a communications specialist. Mbanandi Saka, a young businesswoman who is also working, as well as Kate Kujaliwa, a personal development and financial coach. Do stay there. And straight into it, Kate, what is your comment as regards to today's topic? Thank you very much for your question. To directly um, tackle your question to say, uh, 
does a working woman relying on her husband and her mind the concept of feminism i think feminism is about advocating gender equality and empowering women so that they make choices that align with their own values and goals in their own right as a human being so whether or not a working woman re uh, relies on her partner to pay bills or not is a personal choice so the key concept here is choice, that freedom to make a choice, even for women. So it's important to respect that individual decision and not to judge someone's feminist credentials based on the financial arrangements. Um, I also think that uh, feminism supports women's rights to choose what works best for them in their lives and in the relationships. So if the relationship is um, mutual and the man finds that is okay that he's the man with quotes in the relationship paying the bills even though the woman works then there is no uh, there's no issue because the the, the 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 critical element we're looking for here is decision that is interesting really um banandi anything in malawi where they're working women's reliance on a partner to pay for bills undermines the goals of feminism is a complex issue. On another part, it can be viewed as a personal choice when it stems from mutual agreement and respect within the relationship. However, if this reliance is a result of traditional gender roles and society pressures, then automatically it may undermine the principles of feminism. So to answer your question, um, it's really essential to distinguish between women's choices and the society structures influencing those particular choices. Well, short and nice. Let's hear from Linda as well. This is a partnership uh, where both parties, I suppose, are to compromise in, uh, on issues of finance so that the household has to go on and move. But if you ask me if uh, that feeds now the feminism principles, entirely I would say yes, because um, it makes you now uh, on the vulnerable end that... Uh, you take everything on board because somebody's financing everything and you literally do not have a, a point where you can make your own decision when it comes to finances because entirely you're relying on someone else. That is interesting. Now, I would like to know uh, to what extent does the financial dependence of working women on their partners challenge the principles of financial independence promoted by feminism? Let's uh, go with Banandi. Oh, well, you know, feminism has long advocated for women's economic empowerment and equal access to opportunities. So when women willingly depend on their partners due to shared values and goals, it's their prerogative. You can't debate about that. Yet when it's a result of unequal opportunities or expectation, it contradicts feminist ideas. What about you, Kate? So I think financial dependency of uh, working women on their partners can be seen as potentially challenging the principles of financial independence to, an, to some extent. However, feminism promotes women's autonomy and uh, economic self-sufficiency. So when a person relies entirely on their partner for financial support, it looks like a contradiction. So it is essential to remember that feminism supports a woman's right to make choices. I keep repeating this. It's about the freedom to make choices and those choices that suit her circumstances. And the financial dependency may sometimes be a temporal or a mutual uh, agreement upon the, the, the relationship. So it's an arrangement in the relationship. So if a man says, uh, you do A, B, C, D, E, I do this, or in the relationship, they agree, this is how uh, we're going to work out as far as our 
financial obligations are concerned, then we cannot just look at a woman as being dependent because we do not fully understand the context of the decisions that were made in that relationship. Perfect. Moving on. How can working women balance financial autonomy with the desire to share financial responsibilities within a relationship? Kate, I think this one directly falls on your desk. In my opinion, I think this comes, number one, from open communication. When a, a relationship, whether it's a marriage or just any relationship, people in that relationship should have open communication, have open conversations, talk about issues with their partners, about financial goals, about their expectations, and how they want to split expenses. I think culturally, in, in our setting, let me give an example of a Malawian setting, people rarely share their expectations. They go in a relationship hoping, assuming their partner knows, assuming uh, the other party understands what they're in for. That is a recipe for disaster. So I think balancing financial autonomy with shared responsibilities simply requires cooperation, trust, and ongoing communication. It's really about finding a system that works for both partners while respecting each other's financial independence. Like I said, feminism is not just about advancing a woman's uh, rights. It's about advancing uh, equality for both. So this is about people involved in the relationship. This is so educative. Uh, Banandi, it seems like you are itching to comment on this one. How I view this, working women can balance their financial autonomy with the desire to share financial responsibilities within a relationship. Because, you know, I feel like Malawian working women can do this by engaging in open and honest conversations with their partners, being honest and being truthful about their needs and wants. They should set clear expectations, shared financial goals and roles in the relationship. Equality and mutual respect are essential to making this work. Great. Um, are there legitimate reasons for working women um, to, to rely on their partners financially that do not necessarily hinder the feminist movement? Banandi, you can go again. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There are legitimate reasons for working women to rely on their partners financially that do not hinder the feminist movement. Sometimes this choice arises from mutual agreement, as I've just highlighted on that particular recommendation to say, choice arises from mutual agreement based on shared values, responsibilities, and goals. So it's essential to distinguish between a free choice and a result of systemic gender inequalities. You are listening to the latest edition of the 77% show with me, Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Lilongwe, Malawi. Today's topic focuses on whether working women who rely on their partners to pay bills are slowing down the feminism drive. Like I mentioned, I have in the studio Linda Moyo, a communications specialist, Banandi Saga, a young businesswoman who is working, who is married, and is earning money, as well as Kate Kujaliwa, a personal development and financial coach. But before we get back into the discussion, let's head back to the main studio in Bonn, Germany, where my colleague George Okachi is on standby with some of the comments that you left on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Many thanks, Miriam. What an engaging debate there. And diving straight to your comments on our Facebook page, DW Africa, where we were asking you, 
are working women who rely on their partners to cover bills, slowing down the feminism drive. I'll begin with Shafiq Boris who is saying, my culture and my religion already expressed my roles in my family and her roles. I do not have to worry because I know it is my duty and my responsibility to provide for my family no matter what. So in the end, I do not expect my woman to fulfill certain places I should because I know it is my duty to do so. That is much appreciated, Shafiq. This is The 77% and my name is Jojo Kachi in our studios here in Bonn, Germany. Before we continue with the discussion in Malawi, matters financial independence cuts across all genders. There are men who also rely on their female partners to foot for bills. So, is this trend a threat to gender equality aspiration? That is the question our correspondent Isaac Kalechi asked some Ghanaians, and let's listen in to some of them. I think that if um, women are allowed to foot their bills and possibly that of their partners, it would definitely push gender equality. But the thing is, yeah, we've known men to be the ones to cater for the family, to be the ones to pay the bills, to be the ones to, to do all of that, right? So the moment a woman is able to do it and then um, I feel like men can't be dominant in our societies anymore. Because for me personally, right, if I am with a man and then I'm doing all of these things, I'm taking care of his bills as well, I he won't be dominant in my life. Like, I'm not going to see him as the bigger person. It's like we are all the same, right? Whether women have the money to pay bills or other stuff that men are supposed to do as we know, men will still be dominant because according to our Bible, it says that men are the head of the family and women, we are supposed to be submissive to them. So if me as a lady, I have that money to pay my bills, the children's school fees and stuff, that doesn't mean my husband should not be dominant in our family. No, that is not the case. He will still be the head of the family. That is to me. Okay, so when women are allowed to pay bills, I think it's going to make the respect on men decrease totally. Because in our era today, it's the responsibility of a man to be taking care of their house. So I think when women are given that power, then they will not be needing a man in their life. So their respect that the woman needs to give to the man is definitely going to decrease. So I feel that it's not going to change the rate that men will still be dominant if women are allowed to pay the bills. Well, I've always been of the opinion that a relationship is like a team and when it comes to a team, everybody has to contribute their fair share. So I know every relationship is different. Sometimes the woman has the financial back, the financial power, whereas uh, the man may not. So if the woman contributes the financial aspect of the team, I believe it is for the best. Bills, payments, and all that in a relationship, I, I think it goes beyond gender equality. The, the scope is much more wider than we see it because it's, I think it's an issue of choice. As to who wants to take this and all that, these are choices that are being taken in a relationship. So if the female earns much and she deems fit to take care of some stuff, that, that is some good news because in that part of the world, it is believed that the male is supposed to be doing all these things and all that. But once again, I think it's a choice that both spouses um, agree on that, okay, I choose to take care of the, the fees of the kids, then you do that of the house. 
I, I think uh, women also uh, have to take upon themselves some of the responsibilities, especially when it comes to finance. Yes, because we keep talking about gender equality and stuff, but when it's, it gets to the financial aspect, women always say, oh, let the man pay, let the man pay. In fact, uh, some of the women uh, try as much as possible to even pay the fees of their kids and all that. But that is a, 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 it's a, it's a minority. But for now that men are always spending, spending, spending when it comes to the financial side and all that. Then, although we have uh, some... Uh, we have some uh, responsibilities reserved for women and some responsibilities reserved for men. But when it comes to finance... Tell you what, you too can have your say on today's discussion. The platform to do so is our Facebook page, DW Africa. Let's now get back to Malawi, where Miriam Kalitza is on standby with her panel for the final part of today's conversation. The question of discussion today is, are working women who rely on their partners to cover their bills slowing down the feminism drive? Miriam, back to you. Moving on. Um, now, Linda, um, um, how can we encourage open conversations within relationships about financial roles and expectations without really compromising feminist values. You know, these are the times that uh, partners need to understand the importance of sitting down together, discussing how much each one of them make a month, and then decide how that money is going to be spent. It doesn't matter how much everybody brings. Maybe somebody is bringing it too much, somebody is bringing it too little. But then when you come together, discuss how you're going to get up the rules on expenditures. Truly, this helps uh, in cementing uh, a very good financial relationship in marriage or among his couples. So if somebody would really say, does this uh, defeat the whole purpose uh, or the values of feminism, I would say no. But rather this inspires the values of feminism even more because we are talking about women inclusion that's perfect our personal uh, development and financial coach kate you can conclude the debate for us couples should learn to talk to sit as a couple and decide what works for them so if a man wants to bear the cost in the relationship as long as the man is doing it because it's what he wants, not because he's coerced, not because he's being punished, not because of any other thing, then there is no problem. Thank you so much, Kate, for wrapping up the debate for us on whether working women who rely on their partners to pay bills are slowing down the feminism drive. I've learned so much from these women, and I hope you at home have also grabbed something on today's discussion. It has been an interesting discussion indeed, as we heard from Linda Moyo, a communications specialist, Banandi Saka, a young woman, a young businesswoman who is working, earning money, and is married, as well as Kate Kujaliwa, a personal development and financial coach. Until next time, I am Miriam Kaliza, all the way from the sunny and dusty Lilongwe, Malawi. I now hand you back to Bon Germany. Many thanks, Miriam, from the sunny and dusty Lilongwe, Malawi, and your panel for that insightful debate. Key highlights that must be stressed in today's discussions are feminism is about advocating a society where individuals of all genders have equal opportunities, rights, and access to resources. Some women may choose to have their partners pay for their bills for various reasons, including 
personal preferences, cultural or familiar expectations, or practical considerations. It is essential to respect people's autonomy and the choices they make within their relationships. If you want to listen to the full show again, it is on our website, dw.com forward slash Africa, as well as on Spotify. My name is Joe Jokachi from Bonn, Germany. God bless you. <laughs>